Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Uh, super excited for my guest today, a uh, pitcher drafted in the eighth round by the Houston Astros, the number 24 ranked prospect in their organization. Um, Colton Gordon, how's it going, man? Good, man. Appreciate you having me on. It's awesome. How yeah. Yeah, no, I'm happy to have you on. And uh, let's jump right in. Actually, you're the 24th ranked prospect. I love looking at those kind of things. Um, is that some? How did you find out you were 24th ranked prospect? I love asking this question. Um, and is that something you kind of pay attention to? Honestly, no. <laughs> I mean, what to be to be honest with you, I think it was more of a a family thing. Like I, yeah. I saw it pop up, and my dad was like, "Man, check this out." And I was like, <laughs> "Yeah, it's awesome." And like. It doesn't change anything. Yeah. Like, as awesome as it is, it's like, okay, like, wherever I was at that day or whatever's going on. But, I mean, obviously, I, I appreciate the respect, the honor, however you want to put it. But, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's just, uh, you know, maybe it, it shows some work you put in and, and kind of where you're at now. But at the end of the day, it's it doesn't mean much in the long grand scheme of things. It's just a nice honor to have, I guess you could say, or a respect thing. Maybe. Yeah. That's true. That's that's pretty much the answer I usually get. It usually is family who tell parents. So shout out to your parents. I'm sure they'll listen or yeah, watch eventually. <laughs> he's a big, you know, he, he's always, he's at everything. I mean, say, same with my mom as well. She's at everything. My dad's just more like into the reading and everything. Yeah. My mom just kind of shows up and's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Happy to be here. Yeah. It's just good. It's a good balance. So it's really good. That's so cool. Do they, do you think, I know you live like four hours away from where you're spring training and stuff like that. Do you think they'll come make a trip out during the spring? during spring training to see you pitch and stuff or no? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. They'll, they'll both come down. Okay. I, uh, they'll be, they'll be around. I don't know. I don't know when, but they'll, they'll definitely make the trip over. That's I'm, so- uh, I'm actually headed. I don't even, I don't think I'm messing this to you there. I'm headed to the world baseball classic. Oh, Israel as well, I didn't know that. Okay. Is, yeah. So that's sick. So I'm looking forward to that and they'll definitely, they'll definitely be down there for that. So I think they're going to wait until yeah. it's a little closer to that. And, uh, come down for probably a little bit here, go down there, and then head on back. So in your your bracket or kind of like pool, whatever it is, are you guys playing in in Miami or in Florida? Yeah, Miami. Oh, Miami. Miami? Oh, oh, yeah, lucky then. <laughs> yeah, very lucky. Yeah, very lucky. Every, everyone will be there. I got family in Miami and family in, uh, in Tampa, so it'll work out really well. Yeah. So okay, let's just talk about that then. So um, when did you find out, and how do they how do they introduce or ask you to you know play, pitch for them, and how did that whole process come about? Yeah, uh, I went to the, went to the fall league that we talked about, yeah. and uh, they basically just reached out and said, "Look, we're we're interested. Like, we're kind of keeping an eye on you and, mm-hmm. and let you know throughout the process." I'd say kind of based off on how I did, simply like I, I yeah. don't think they said it in that aspect, but I think you know it's probably how it went and. Uh, fortunate enough, they they selected me, and I'm, I mean, I'm super honored, yeah, uh, super excited to to both represent the country of Israel, but also, or, but also just to go pitch and you know display my my talents on a national level as well, kind of a, yeah. a, a twofold thing. Uh, and worldwide stage is pretty pretty awesome. Yeah, and I'm I'm just so excited. I feel like this 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 year has been hyped up more than any other you know, uh, world baseball classic. I feel like it's just been really hyped up. Uh, so I'm excited to watch all the games. It's going to be super cool. Like all the teams that look, they look loaded. Uh, I know a couple guys yeah. on team Israel, um, uh, uh, Fishman, uh, Jake Fishman. Okay. Yeah. He was yeah. with the Marlins yeah. last year. Now he's with the Oakland athletics and they're, I think he got a minor league deal with them, but, uh, 
I don't know if you know if you know him or not, but he he, he he's also on TV. I know the name. Yeah. So I know I know a bunch of the names. We have kind of connected a little bit in the group chat. Like, yeah. Kind of fired up to all meet each other, but I played against a couple of guys in the fall league that are playing. Uh, I do know them a little bit, but as a whole, I don't know many two guys personally. Yeah. I'm just I'm excited. I think we'll we'll all mesh and just be excited, ready to roll from the jump. And, uh, yeah. It'll be it'll be good. It'll be exciting. Yeah, that's so cool. Um, so you talked about the Fall League. Um, obviously, that's an honor to be able to represent the Astros on their organization in the Fall League. Um, how was that experience? Because I've talked to guys on there who were playing this year and previous years, and it's it's just an, a blast from everybody I talked to. Unbelievable. <laughs> I mean, I, I, it's hard to it's hard to describe how much it helped me. Yeah. In every aspect, but combine that the fun, like you said, just the blast of an experience, and then. Just, uh, just being out there and being around a group of guys that I was with, like, I mean, it was, it was by far the best baseball team I'd ever been on, like, by a lot. And, uh, and on top of that, to be around some cool guys and have a lot of fun and just experience life on the West Coast from a Florida guy who yeah. hasn't even been out to the West Coast like that at all. Oh wow! I mean, all, all aspects, uh, just a great time. Who was maybe somebody who stood out to you? Obviously, there's talent everywhere, but was there anybody in particular who you just looked at? And you're like, man, that that dude's that dude's going to the show for sure. You talk from other from other teams. Yeah, played just, or in, just, in, just in general, like overall. Oh man, um, I don't even know if I could put one name. I'll throw a couple of names. Yeah, on that's there. fine. I think. Uh, I think. I think uh, let's see. From I'll, I'll go our team. I'll yeah. go our team because I know. From from the pitching staff, I mean Quinn Quinn Priester or Priester, maybe I said his last name wrong there. <laughs> uh, he, he'll be there. I mean, I think you know, I think Acuna, Luis Angel Acuna, uh-huh. uh, he'll be there. Um, I think Rojas is our center fielder for a lot of it. He'll be there. Um, you know, I think there's a lot of guys too, like like a John Rave, and there was just a bunch of guys. Kumar Rocker was on our team. What a oh, good nice. dude he is. Yeah. Uh, just a bunch of good guys that happen to be like unbelievably talented at baseball yeah. too. And I think that's what attributed to our success was like, we all helped each other get better and on the field and off the field, we all hung out. Like it yeah. was really one of those things where it kind of worked out so well to like, not only were we good, not only did we have fun, but like we all enjoyed being around each other off the field as well. And I think when you have that at any level, like it, it basically equals winning yeah. you when you're good as well. So I mean, those are a couple names off the top of my head, but I think there's a lot of guys out there. Henry Davis is a great dude. Uh, Blake Sable, who got picked up in the Rule 5, shout yeah. out to him going to the Giants. It's pretty sick. Yeah, He caught that with me a couple times. and Just really good talent and good guys as well. That's so cool. And did you guys win the Arizona yeah, Fall? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty, do you guys get yeah. rings and stuff for that or no? Yeah, we get rings. We get rings for sure. Uh, it was cool. We all we all got our ring. We we uh, it was so cool to get a ring. We wanted a little bit. We were the the saguaros, yeah. Which is like a this. We wanted like a green a green cactus right on the knuckle, but it says Arizona Fall League. And, um, it's cool. Just an experience you won't ever forget. As for no matter how far you make yeah. it, it'll be you'll look back on for sure. Yeah, that's incredible. Especially uh, somebody like you, Colton. Who I mean, I feel like you've had a few setbacks. Um, especially no even when you were drafted, obviously you didn't play for a while and just been able to go from there to now being in the Arizona Fall League, uh, winning the Arizona Fall League with a bunch of guys um, has to be just an incredible experience. I can't even imagine. Yeah, the past year has been a, a whirlwind. It's been like 
360 and just yeah. boom, 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 and kind of just trying to ride the wave, you know, yeah. like trying to just stay on the wave and keep it going. And uh, yeah, it's been an unbelievable 12, not even 12 months, honestly. I haven't even been cleared for that long. So um, it's awesome. You yeah. know, it's, it's been really exciting. So um, let's kind of go back to where, when you first started playing baseball. Um, looking at your numbers here, are you were ranked the uh, 51st overall prospect in Florida. Uh, I think you were the number six left-handed pitcher in Florida coming out of high school and stuff like that. Obviously, Florida has a ton of talent. Like, it's you would know just playing high school and stuff like that. Um, there are a ton of guys who are just gifted. Um, how was your – like, when did you start taking baseball serious, and when did you realize, like, I might be a little nastier than, than the average baseball player in my in my area here? Yeah, uh, I'd say, I'd say like when I got to the to the big field, if that if that's something that like when I was thirteen, like uh-huh. you, that transition from the little field to the big field, you kind of see something separate as far as maybe talent wise. Sure. But I'd say I kind of just always had my mind made up that like this is what I wanted to do. Is from that young of an age, I was like, and it didn't take me away from I played basketball in high school and I played other sports and I. I enjoyed high school without a doubt, but like there was mm-hmm. just something about baseball that like always drew me towards it. And I loved, I loved playing it. Most of, if not all my friends growing up played baseball. Nice. Um, and there was just something about baseball where I was like, man, like I really am, am going to do this. There yeah. was, there was not really a time where I was like, I hope I can. It was kind of <laughs> like, I'm going to do it. And, and fortunately enough, it's, it's kind of the, the plan or, or it's spoken to existing. And yeah. again, ride the wave with it and just keep enjoying it and doing it. But I'd say at 13, it was a clear, you know, this is, this is, this is the sport I want to play. Did you do like travel ball and all that kind of stuff? Um, or you just so high yeah, school? travel ball. So I played, played little league until I was 12 travel ball. Uh, my mom's, my mom, my parent, my, my dad lives in St. Pete. My mom lives in Bradenton. I, I played travel ball maybe in both places. Oh, wow. Up until it was like on a team up there, a team uh, down south until I was maybe like 15 or 16, and then really solidified my team before Burn. Uh, Mark Guthrie is the guy that runs the Florida Burn. Um, what a great guy he is, person on top of a coach. And we had something called the bus tour uh, back then where you go on a bus tour and you go travel to a bunch of colleges from like from Florida to Virginia. Oh, wow. Back, you get a feel for schools. And you travel around and uh, kind of like opens your eyes to like what the aspect of college baseball yeah. really is. And then uh, on top of that, being able to showcase your talent at Perfect Game. I don't know how big Perfect Game is anymore or, mm-hmm. or what that looks like, but tournaments like that, and you showcase yourself. And I remember just getting your first couple phone calls from colleges, and you're like, wow, like, like, and that kind of solidifies the idea of like, this is what I'm going to do. And then mm-hmm. we get some phone calls and some interest and the realization that, wow, not only am I, it's a different level from you telling yourself yeah. to when someone is, is interested in you to come play for them, right? Yep. That's the next step. In that. So uh, all around, just really was that was the time where it was really exciting and fun and really transcended into like, okay, it went from me telling myself this, this is real. This is something yeah. that is, is actually doable. That's so cool. You know? Yeah, no, that's incredible. Um, and and uh, you talked about co- going to colleges and stuff. Um, you committed to University of Florida. Uh, what, when did you commit to university of Florida and what kind of drew you to there? So I was, so go back to Florida burn. I was, I was like that. Our team was unbelievably good. I mean, there's still guy, there's half our team, I think played pro ball. Oh, nice. Um, and 
full of 16-year-olds. And on top of that, eight of us, I believe, or eight of the, I should say eight of the guys on the team were going to Florida oh, wow. from that team, that one team. And it was made up the majority of that class mm-hmm. going into my freshman year. And uh, I've been a lefty pitcher forever. I never really threw hard. I never like did anything that was like wowing mm-hmm. as far as from a number standpoint. I competed. I won games. You knew what you were getting. Like I was the same me every time I pitched. And that's kind of the same, the same me now. It hasn't really changed throughout the years. Um, and so with that, I, I wanted to make sure, wait out my options to figure out where the best fit was at the time. And I think it came down to, I had a bunch of guys I really liked being around playing there. I knew where we were going mm-hmm. uh, or where they were going, I should say. And I wanted to be a part of that. So I basically went as a preferred walk-on. I, I turned down some offers. other, And at that time, it was it was the best decision I could make, sure. Um, yeah, so you you went to University of Florida as a preferred walk-on. Um, you redshirted, right? I think that was uh, that what I saw for you. I did. So I redshirted. Yeah, I'll, I'll kind of go into that. I redshirted my freshman year, uh, went back for my, my redshirt, uh, redshirt freshman fall, mm-hmm. which was my sophomore year of college, and then and then made the transition to junior college that uh, that semester through at Hillsborough Community College. Uh, again, learned so much of my time. Like, I think the further I am away from Florida, the more I realize how much I learned being there. Hmm. I mean, that team we were on and the year the year they were coming off of mm-hmm. for the group of guys that came in there, I mean, they had just won the national championship yeah. one start. Two guys that were there before we even got there were unbelievable already. I mean, the weekend rotation there that my freshman year with Singer, Coar, and Tyler Dyson, who, I mean, two of the guys are on the same team in the show right now with the Royals. Yep. Tyler Dyson, unfortunately, had Tommy John like I did. I'm really close to him. He's down here in Palm Beach with the Nationals. Okay. Uh, and then you had in- Jonathan India on the team, J.J. Oh, Schwartz, Nick, Hor- Nick, Nick Horvath, who yeah. uh, is now a pitcher with the Angels, uh, Deacon Lippitt. I mean, just being around those guys, uh, I think years later looking back, I learned so much about the way they went about their business, you could say, as professionals, mm-hmm. even in the college level, as far as like – showing up every day ready to roll. I mean, like, no matter what happened the day before, they were ready to go. And yeah. uh, we were stacked. Like, yeah. I don't think there's any other way to put it. But we were good. How, how good was and, Jonathan um, India actually, in college? Because, I mean, obviously we see what he's doing now as a pro, but he was just probably putting oh, up, like, was, massive numbers. Yeah, he was just he was just as good. I mean, to me, to me, it's no surprise what he's doing now. Uh, I mean, the amount of, the amount of late nights – we all were tight, really a tight knit group. And the yeah. amount of late nights he spent with Gage and, and just the ability to just see ball, hit ball, yeah. as simple as that sounds. Yeah. Like he just like, just play baseball. Like just the, the raw, and he put in the work to back it up, but like the raw talent he had. And, and it wasn't just him. I mean, there's a lot of guys on this team, like, like a Blake Reese who doesn't play baseball anymore, who was a guy that played second base in the national championship that year. I mean, he, the guys that, weren't even guys now were guys then in that during that time so um it was just a really good experience for me to learn from all that and i think i even learned more from it now than then and uh when i left there it set me up for success going forward yeah and you mentioned you went to juco uh hillsborough uh hillsborough uh, community college. Uh-huh. Um, I, I right. love talking to guys who went to Juco route. Cause you hear these crazy stories of like the workouts, the, 
because you don't have that NCAA regulations and stuff. Um, do you have any oh, yeah. like wild JUCO stories that you just think about? You're like, wow, that's so JUCO, whether it's like um, – Man, I went. I went to LA Fitness and bought a membership. That's what I, I mean. That's that's I mean, that's as wild as it comes. I mean, I was working out at LA. I, mean, I would go to practice. I come home, and I, I had I had a really again talk about things I learned. I understood the importance of a routine yeah. from the jump. I think Florida, even from the coaches at, at Hillsborough, and I was like, man, I gotta. I knew there was things. You know, there's a part of being stacked and being really good as to why I didn't throw. There's also a part of owning. I didn't throw well, honestly. Mm. Like I didn't, I didn't perform up to my standards. So I knew there was stuff I had to get better at. So mm. a wild story is I would just hit the gym, and I remember working out at night, and and I remember just being in the weight room and being like, man, I'm I'm in college baseball, fitness, bunch of guys, and like I'm obviously no one knows who I am. No one, I mean, I'm just a normal guy. But in the back of my head, I'm like, swimming laps at night. Uh, just would show up to 6 a.m. weights in our small little weight room. Fortunately for us, we had a really cool experience where we played with the Yankee at the Yankee Spring Training Complex. Oh, nice! So we were around a bunch of guys during their spring training, and, and was around a bunch of like just their guys at the mm-hmm. time. Like uh, I remember seeing like Gary Sanchez working out in our outfield running sprints oh, when wow. we had batting practice going on. Like it was that close of an yeah. interaction with their spring training. So. Um, just just a wild time considering again where where i am now but the la fitness thing i think will be the one thing that kind of just stands out to me is like i like literally just remember sitting there being like damn buying a gym membership like this is not ideal but here we go like this is it yeah so you're you're at la fitness and you're thinking man like i went from d1 uh florida (laughs) to like um, i'm at a juco and i did i had to work out at a at a um LA Fitness, I can't I mean, believe it. Uh, we, we just simply didn't have access to a gym 24-7. Yeah. I mean, like, didn't have access to anything. And I'm like, I, I know I need to be in a weight room. Yeah. And this is my best option down the road. And uh, it was good. Best thing, again, one mm-hmm. of the better things I could have done. You know, it kept me on a routine, gave me an option to go there when I needed to. I had everything I needed. Mm-hmm. No knock on LA Fitness. Just yeah. went, again, like you went from a university where you're like, everything you can ever imagine is right yeah. here to go in. You kind of got to fend for yourself in an aspect of like, what do you need? Where do you get it? How do you go about it? And uh, just teaches you to grow, teaches yeah. you to like figure out what you want, grow up a little bit. Like, yeah, you know, I chose, you know, you know, the conversation when I left Florida with the coach, Brad, Brad Whitesell, who's not there anymore. One of the best guys that helped me so much at the time was simply like, look, man, you could sit here and boost our team GPA for three years probably never play pro ball and mm-hmm. sit here and just be like, Hey man, I played at Florida or I sat the bench at Florida or you can own it and be like, I'm going to go play pro ball. I'm going to go achieve my dreams and go do it. And there has, I think right then and there, I realized the ownership of like, this is my career. Like no one's going to go out and do it for you. Like you have to go kind of attack. Like mm. I say attack the moment, like go in everything you want to do, like attack it. And, and that was kind of, my way of realizing, okay, I'm at Juco, backs against the wall. This is it. Like, if I need to go get a gym membership, like, it's not that big a deal. I'll go work out. I can go attack the same thing I was doing there at LA Fitness down the road. Yeah. Like, it's, it's the same thing, just different place. Do you think that Juco grind kind of prepared you for, like, UCF and also, like, now in the minor league, which is another grind in, in and of itself? 
Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's just the, the realness of it. It's, yeah. a, it's a grind and it's, you gotta just keep, you gotta know your why is another mm-hmm. thing. Just know why you're doing it. And if you can be really solidified in that and really clear as to why you're doing it, how you want to go about your business, it makes it really easy to then, you know, I guess ride, ride through that grind. Mm-hmm. It's not, it's not an easy <laughs> grind, whether it's working out or, or the throwing schedule or just the lifestyle in and of itself. So, mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. No, like I said, Juco is a grind. It's like the, the term Juco abandoned is like legitimate. Like it's a, it's, it's crazy. Like I said, I've, yeah. I've had guys tell me like their coaches have made them wake up like at four or five in the morning, do all these workouts and then um, run up mountains after like throwing bullpens. They're just crazy stories. Yeah. <laughs> and we had, I mean, we had, we had five thirty weights. Like I, I haven't even, I didn't even mention that we had five thirty eight weights. Cause that, that was like our time to get in our like little weight room. And yeah. I, I remember going there, we, I would do like yoga and then we do like uh, some workouts and then I'd still do my stuff afterward. But yeah, our, our time slot for our team workout was 5.30 a.m. Tuesdays and Thursdays. That's crazy. So yeah, it was, it was early mornings. Yeah. So then, and then you go to UCF, obviously you do well there. Um, you get, you get injured, but overall, like you, your college experience at UCF was pitching wise was really good. Um, how was your experience there at, at uh, University of Central Florida? Yeah, UCF was great. I mean, UCF was, again, I can't tell you how, how, how happy I am looking back on that, that I went there. Yeah. Um, it was it was the best decision I could have made coming out of junior college. Uh, coach Lovelady, Coach Adi, uh, who's the pitching – Lovelady's the head coach. Mm-hmm. Adi what, was the pitching coach. It's now, now with the Boston Red Sox. Mm-hmm. But uh, very driven to get you better and then result, get the team better. It, yeah. was, it was very much a twofold. Like – we're going to make you a better player and we're going to make everyone here better. But as a result, as a team, we will be better because of that. And mm-hmm. like you had to buy into that and understand our process and a little more of a, an anal- analytical view from uh, using analytics in baseball, which at the time transitioning from junior college to there, that was like the last <laughs> thing I knew about or even like, I was like, yeah, what are we even talking about? But it gave this other dynamic or aspect to pitching where I was like, wow, I can wrap my head around yeah. that. Like I can see where that can benefit me. And, and you know, the best thing is when you have a coaching staff there that wants to work with you as much as you want to get better, it makes it so much easier. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I got I to gotta shout out uh, the strength coach there, Jeremy Fraden. I mean, he talked about guys who's willing to, I mean, whether it's working on your arm from a PT standpoint or just making sure you're in the gym or, or setting up for me as a starter, my workout's, synced up with the throwing program that week mm-hmm. or with my start. I mean, when you have a group like that from a coaching staff willing to adjust or, or help you at any at any level, it makes it way better and easier to just simply get better. And yeah. so comparing that to Florida, Florida was so much more enjoyable with a group of guys that was like, oh, we're all here, eight guys coming off a national championship, awesome to be there, learned a lot, to a school where it was like, you know, you – we're bringing you here to be the guy. You're not mm-hmm. no longer the freshman coming in. Like you're, you have an expectation involved here, and uh, it was very much more of like a, a business like decision going to UCF as far as you know. I can throw here. Mm-hmm. This is a great spot, great atmosphere, great culture. Uh, that's where I want to be, and, and that ended up working out so well. Yeah. How was that mindset sh- uh, shift for you going from uh, not being uh, one of the guys at, at Florida, but now being like the guy at, at UCF? 
Yeah, I mean, it's it's again. I think it's the best thing that could have happened because it, you don't forget it. Yeah. I mean, you don't forget where you come from, right? Whether no matter what it is in your line of work, you remember all the steps. Mm-hmm. And so when you're at a point where you're like, man, I'm on the teeter of might not being able to play baseball again to the point of like well, you're the guy. It brings a level of like understanding that you don't ever want to go back there. Sure. So you work. There's no. There's a little less high and lows. You don't. You like awesome, great game. You kind of soak that in for the night, and then the next day it's like okay, on to the next, on yeah. to the next, and 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 that just allows you to not get you know, uh, not get like lost in the moment maybe mm-hmm. or too high or too low. Just like a little more of a steady like hey like. There's an expectation every week, and and you know where you came from, and you want to be the best you can be. But yeah. no matter how great or how bad that week was, you got to show up the next week to prove it again. Yeah. So, because I mean, in, in baseball, it's really as simple as you know, what have you done for me lately? Yeah, and you, that's you can true. Hold, you can hold that to yourself, or hold that to whoever has the expectation around you, and and that's as simple as that. So. Um, you know, it was just a great, great experience, great time. And I think it helped, helped me. It still helps me every day. Mm-hmm. I mean, it just, it just does. There's no other way around it. Yeah. What was maybe um, your favorite moment or maybe like your favorite team to pitch against? Maybe their fans were a little extra chirpy or the, the fans were actually a little rowdy or, and you just couldn't wait to just shove against them. Oh, uh, uh, man. The UCF. I'll tell you what. Auburn, Auburn before... Auburn before COVID, that team, that team one was really good. Mm-hmm. I said I said before earlier that Folly team was the best team I ever been yeah. on. Up until that point, that UCF team, you know, Florida stands out for itself, and everyone knows why. Right, right. It's easy. The UCF team, eight out of those nine guys were JUCO guys in that starting lineup when we all got there, and though that team was just really good at having fun but when the game started it was like we're a bunch of juco guys and we're not going back yeah this is easy like it's easy as that to say and we would like that game at auburn we just i remember walking in and it just you felt everybody it was before Mm -hmm. because this is before like we we threw the next year with like limited crowds or or even no crowds at certain places and it was like sold out or at least pretty close on the road, pretty cold. It was the second week of the season. It was by far the biggest atmosphere I had ever pitched in. Oh, nice. By far, not only me, but the whole team. And it was like, all right. like, And they were yelling, yelling. And the next year, we were at Ole Miss, and there was like 20 guys because it was COVID, and they wouldn't let anybody in. And this, they, they have a guy that's like, throw it in the dirt. He's like yelling. <laughs> and uh, we're like, dude, this is like hilarious compared to the previous year, whereas everyone was actually like, you felt like they were kind of on top of you. So. Yeah. Those two weekends were really big weekends for for me and for the school as a whole, but that weekend at Auburn was was pretty pretty electric. They were they were on us. Did you guys win? Yeah, we swept them. Swept them. <sighs> yeah, that's a, yeah, that's incredible. Big. Yeah, that's... and two weeks two weeks later, man, the season season got cut short. But I'm telling you, we were we were we were a good squad. We were yeah. really good. We uh, we ended up. I think we were ranked ninth in the nation at that point, and oh. we weren't stopping. Yeah, I, I know that for sure. We were we were on our way to something really special. So that one got cut short, which sucks. Well, I think everyone there will always kind of be like, uh, yeah. But it is, it is what it is. 
Yeah. Um, you you end up uh, getting draft. You end up getting injured, but then you get drafted anyway. Um, in the in in twenty twenty one by the Astros. Um, in the seventh round. No, what I mean, I don't want to double, I don't want to butcher that. Eighth, eighth round. He got drafted by the the Astros in the eighth round. Um, heading into the draft, obviously, you know, you have the injury and stuff. Um, were you thinking top 10 round? Uh, what was kind of your mindset heading into the draft? No clue, honestly. <laughs> yeah. No clue. Like, I, I can say that whole, like, I, I didn't know. I mean, the last draft, every draft, whether you know baseball or not, you don't want to get injured before a draft. And, yeah. uh, no matter what sport. I had no clue, honestly. I really didn't. I, yeah, no matter what sport. I mean, you name it. You don't want to get injured before your draft year. And I, I had no clue. I mean, I had thoughts of free agent sign. I had hopes of a draft. I had thoughts of, man, what if I don't? Do I have mm-hmm. to go back and have to throw out of a bullpen early out of surgery just to like show that I'm healthy? Yeah. So it was across the board. I mean, it really was. And, and I – I had no clue, and I remember going to workouts and having phone calls, and there was other teams that were – they at least showed or seemed very interested mm-hmm. that I was like, ooh, like you would like one day you'd wake up and be like, man, I'm yeah. for sure getting drafted. The next day you'd be like, whoa, there's no way. <laughs> and so it was a roller coaster. Yeah. It really was. And, and I was so thrilled and, and happy that the Astros got me. And, and obviously looking back now, it's – you know why uh, from the rehab staff, from, from how much, uh, you know, they put – than to me to, to help me get back on the field. Mm-hmm. I will always be appreciative. So yeah, so you get drafted in the eighth round. Um, obviously, you don't you don't pitch for a while. Uh, and you talk about the emotional like roller coaster that it was. Um, how how do you stay and how did you stay and even currently how do you stay like mentally tough and mentally strong because baseball is a, a grind. It has ups, it has downs, and then obviously you go through injury like Tommy John. Um, like h- how do you, how did you stay mentally tough? I think, uh, and this sounds so cliche, but you control what you can. Yeah. Um, and you, you kind of, you know, I was having this conversation with, with one of the guys trying to joking around the other day, but I think it's as simple as control what you can. Uh, and, and also, you know, the goal never changed, right? Like as tough or as not ideal as a situation may be, I mean, you talked about asking when did the goal become a reality of like, oh, I wanted to play at the next level to play at 13. Yeah. Want, it was to be a professional baseball player and, and that that be my job forever. And so they never changed. And, and by by allowing that to, to continue to be that, you know, I had to know, understand, okay, to do that, rehab was involved. Okay. As long as I attacked that day and did everything I could that day, stat the day on top of day on top of day uh it adds up and and i think that's so real and i I think you know you see a lot of that people talk about that but at the end of the day when i'm lifting a weight with my arm and the weight goes up five pounds from two weeks ago i mean that matters Mm -hmm. after surgery and then you add 10 pounds and 20 pounds and you throw a ball and you go from lobbing the ball and throwing your ball a little bit on a line and then you're moving your feet in it and then you get a leg kick and then you I don't know, maybe are pu- pulling down a ball and there's some below involved there. I mean, everything kind of adds up. So, that, so to stay mentally tough, you got to appreciate the little victories in it maybe mm-hmm. is a good way of putting it. But also at the same time, you know, understand the big picture to like, hey, like that was great. Like that's exactly what I wanted to do that day. And don't take it for granted. I mean, me throwing a baseball for the first time again after surgery was a huge deal. Like I wrote on the ball. I was like – 
TJ throw number one. I signed my name. I like put the date, um, put it in my little, like I got like a little wall of baseballs and stuff at home. And I was like, that ball should be around for a while. Cause that day, that week, that was like the biggest thing I could have ever done. Like I threw a baseball again mm-hmm. and then it was building on top of that. So I said to stay mentally tough to you, you uh here, here's a good one our our love lady at ucf gave us a speech one time and he was like you know you got to have goals and think of it through like uh looking through like a, a lens like a far away lens and then a zoomed in lens like mm-hmm. you got to appreciate the close-up goals and, and, and attack those and and really you know achieve those to mm-hmm. get to the bigger picture goal but at the same time they're all adding up to that goal so to me to stay mentally tough it just being in the routine and, and really understanding the importance of everything matters in that. And mm. so that's, that's how you do it yeah. on my end and just really appreciating the little things. How, how hard was it um, in, in recovering to not just, as soon as you kind of feel a little bit better to not just go out and throw. Cause I mean, I'm sure. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Hard. I mean, hard. And, and not only was it hard, but also there's days where you don't feel good and you're like, man, I got to throw to feel good. And so there's, it's both ways. And, and there's the days where you feel good. You're like, man, I'm ready. And yeah. You are not ready. And uh, it's hard because especially you see other guys, especially when you're here in spring training or, or here throughout the year, you see guys doing it like, man, I want to, I want to play. I want to pitch. But, uh, but all, all good things come in time. Right. I mean, that's kind of an old saying that, that's true. And, and I, my, uh, fortunate for me, there's been a lot of people in my circle, in my corner, to project knowledge on me over the years from Florida, before Florida, junior college, UCF, even mm-hmm. now. And, and my surgeon was like, was very adamant about this. The day before I got surgery, I met with him and he was like, it's one year, no matter what you do, how you chop it up, however you look at it, it's one year to become healthy. If you attack every day and you do everything on your rehab sheet, or whatever the, the people give you in rehab, wherever you're at, and do every single thing correctly and like persistently all the time, you will be better at the end, mm. period, at the end of the year, if you do it. And I really bought into that, and it, it really paid off in that because uh, you can't replace hard work, honestly. Yeah. You just can't, no matter what way you look at it. So. Yeah. That was that was like that was another great thing that that was told to me, and I I remember him being so serious about it and being like, man, like, all right, like you could buy, you're like, all right, you yeah. can buy into that, like I, I get it, like I see it, so uh, so I think it's really a tribute to kind of everyone around me who's kind of helped me get to where I'm at um, in that aspect as well. Yeah, um, did you or what? What did you do to keep yourself busy during that time? Because obviously, um, you're. You you can't play baseball. Uh, like you just start yeah. gaming, golfing, cooking. Like what is what kind of hobbies did you pick up? Man, I delivered pizza. I <laughs> delivered awesome. pizza. Re- <laughs> so we're down here at West Palm Beach in rehab, and uh, what it was about. You know, you don't do so much a day, right? Yeah. Part of this recovery, allowing your body to recover. So we'd go in for three hours, and you'd get your throwing, your workout, your conditioning, and then. I come home, I take a nap, and I remember calling my dad being like, man, you know, I could totally use a couple extra dollars. I'm really tired of sitting around this hotel room. And I was like, you know what? Like, go deliver pizza. And I I would work for that pizza place right here in Palm Beach from 5 to like 8.30, uh, deliver pizza around, 
um, get done with that and and come home, have dinner. Sometimes they'd make me dinner, which was like the best days is when yeah. I get Italian food there, the Italian place, this local shop here in Palm Beach. And then come back about 8.30, you eat food, to hang out with some guys, kind of see the guys for the day, kind of talk it up and, and, and go to bed and run it back the next day. So talk about a routine. Like that routine really helped me stay on track as well. That's so cool. I mean, yeah. I mean, I thought, <laughs> I thought the guys who picked up cooking, uh, picked up golf, picked up uh, whatever yeah. gaming. I, I, I golf, but I okay. golf. I golf as well. I love golf. Like, I mean, I, I golf. I'm not good, but I yeah. love it. You I've know, never, I've never golfed, but like everyone I talk to, I'll see like uh, baseball players. They're big in golf. A lot of pitchers, especially. Um, right. I, I don't know how to golf. I mean, someday I'm gonna golf, but I don't know when. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I am not good. So the patience on my end has to be there. But golf is there. I've never really been in big into video games. Um, I read a little bit. I'm not gonna sit and say I read a lot. Yeah. I tried. To, I'm not. I'm not a big reader. Um, I tried. Uh, but I'd say between golf and that, and, and just really hanging out with, we had a our rehab group down here at that time was pretty big, which mm. is unfortunate. Yeah. But it's and. Uh, we were really close to it then too. So, so just to hang out with those guys, we went to the beach a lot, Palm Beach. I mean, we stay yeah. probably what ten minutes from the beach. So, anytime we could, we go out there and just jump in and sit in the water and, and walk around the beach and kind of walk around and check that out. So, between those three things, pass the time pretty quick. You only have so much time in a day. Yeah, not a bad place to rehab, like you know, right next to the beach. Not at all. A great place. Come on, Palm Beach. Great, I've never been. I've never been. But I mean, like I said, I'm, I'm going to Florida in in a week from now. There's a couple of spots I can't wait to check out. Yeah, this has got to be one of them. It's a uh, it's a good little spot. Good little spot. Easy access to the beach. Some great restaurants. Uh, good good spot to be. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, let's let's jump into the minor leagues real quick before we wrap this up. Um, obviously, uh, we, the minor league is a grind in and of itself. Um, you only been there for about maybe a year now, I guess, you, for a full season in the minors. Um, how do you have any funny minor league stories, or uh, whether it's like buses break down or like bugs in your in your in your bed or something like that? Like I've had, I've I've heard it all when it comes to minor league stories. Uh, do you have any any funny ones? We were taught we had empanadas for a pregame meal, just pure like empanadas, like that weren't even hot. Yeah. Like I mean, just horrible pregame meals. Um, we had I had uh, I had my buddy. We we were we were in uh, Winston Salem. We had a couple guys get called up. Me, one of them that that week. His his locker room was the handicapped shower. <laughs> was the handicapped. <laughs> so like. He'd be getting changed after the game. Guys would be showering. His his stuff would get freaking soaked, right? Coming out of the shower. And he's like, dude. And uh, it was that. That was, that was like, come on. But that was hilarious. And, uh, man, the bus is packed. I mean, buses, we just two to a seat. And everyone smells terrible sometimes after the game. That's yeah. just now. Yeah. Just, it's not ideal situations, but. Yeah, what is one city you you get off the bus? You look around, and you're like, "Where am I? I'm in the middle of nowhere." Yeah, you're like Zebulon, North Carolina. Zebulon. You, you get off the bus, and literally, it's a stadium, and I don't. I can't even tell you what else is around it. I mean, Raleigh's close. Raleigh's thirty minutes, but yeah. like, literally, I think the stadium is the city. Like, I don't, I don't know what else is there. And so you get off the bus, you're like, "This is a sick field," but like, yeah. where the hell am? I? where are we still like where are we so you kind of you just you try to laugh it off you yeah. try to look around you're like, oh dude this is horrible but like what 
and you you kind of just move on from there. But it's uh, it's it's an unbelievable experience. Yeah, that's for sure. You can't make how about that? You can't make up cold empanadas in the middle of nowhere. Can't that, do that. Yeah, that's 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 a big no no. I I wouldn't. That's a, that's a that's a hard pass for me. <laughs> Dude, yeah, no doubt. Um, have you, what is a, have you had any funny, uh, minor league interact or fan interactions, um, or like fans asking to sign autographs or maybe something like, uh, asking them to sign your, their forehead or maybe like a weird object or something. Dude, we had a guy one night, we had a guy one night, we threw him, he's like, like a grown, I shouldn't say guy, like a grown, a yeah. grown man. Be like, can I have a ball? Can I have a ball? Can I have a ball? Which is like, not like, not, the camera, yeah. but, but have, we throw him a ball and he, he takes the ball and like. He puts it in his pocket, and then he comes back two innings later with a hat on, like we like he's like someone completely different, begging for a ball. We're like, dude, we just gave you a ball, like you're the same guy. So that was that, that's one of the funnier things. Uh, he tried to pull a little switcheroo on you. Yeah, a little switcheroo. The like hat chains and you know wearing the same fit, come from a different dugout, <laughs> and I happen to be in the different side yeah. of the dugout. Back and we're like, all right, dude, calm down. Here we go. we already got you one. If you really really want another one, here you go. But Jeez. I mean, my my time there was was brief last year. But I mean, that, that's uh, those are some funny ones I got. Those are some funny ones I got for sure. Yeah, who who got hounded the most for autographs? Like, where it's just like they need like security just to get out of the building. Dude, the fall league, the fall league was okay. different. Oh, nice. The fall league is different out there. With uh, we we would we would, <laughs> Kumar. He, I mentioned Kumar being yeah. a really good. I got to know him. I, we'd walk by Kumar, Kumar like that. Like, and like we, so we'd all we'd all walk behind him and be like, Kumar, Kumar. And like it was just that ended up being a really good joke out there. But everyone wanted to hit his autograph. Henry Davis was a big time guy mm-hmm. that was like everyone wanted his autograph. Um and I love it because I'm the guy coming off TJ who who no one even knows. So I'm like, Don't don't worry about me, I'm good. So like yeah. I'd, I'd watch which is perfect. And uh and so those two guys were, were big time. Quinn, Quinn was another guy out mm-hmm. there that was hounded for him. Um, but I thought I knew what hounding autographs was like until I got out there. And then I got out there and I was like, dude, this is a whole other wow. universe. The yeah. amount of people show up. Yeah. Is it kind of like um, spring training where I never did the fall league, but I'm assuming it's kind of like spring training where the fans are semi close and the, the. Yeah. We play in spring training stadiums out there. It's okay. where we play. So it's just like spring training with only eight teams right or two four, yeah only eight teams and uh yeah it is very much like spring training with a very like there's only four games a day you know where the games are i mean there's people there for bp every day early um non-stops so it's like that was a whole nother experience yeah I can't even imagine. Um, well, hopefully, I mean, soon they'll be they'll be hounding you for your autograph. You know, like I said, no top doubt. top thirty prospect is that good? You tell me. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you tell me, man. Hopefully, you know. Hopefully, that's just a start. That's just a start. Yeah. Well, hey, I mean, let's kind of wrap this up by uh, talking about this. You kind of mentioned this, but like when you're not you're not pitching um, or working now, like what do you do for fun? You you, you talked about golf. You talked about you know delivering pizza. I don't know if you still do that or not, but like what do you do? No, what do you do for no. fun? I, never again for 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 fun golf i'm a big i'm a big enjoyment of just being around the guys yeah when i'm when i'm home uh i get to see some friends that you don't get to see uh you know basically at all during the year so Mm -hmm. catch up with them and golf at home as well 
but but for here, just I I enjoy playing video games with guys. I know I I don't have any like I said, but to be able to go to someone else's room, chop it up, see how their season was, especially the past two weeks, mm-hmm. like just so good to see what they have going on off the field. Go to the beach. Love going to the beach. Um, you know, just really video games, beach, golf helped help my help my parents remodel both their houses a little bit so got some extra cheerleader activities oh, nice. yeah so that was that's been fun um but i mean again by the time you do your baseball stuff and add like maybe one or two of those in a day it's kind of a wrap on my end yeah. try to get sleep and, and run it back the next day yeah where's uh where's like the go-to spot over there for like food if i'm when i'm out there like where's something i just gotta try like it's that area is known for well, you, you gotta tell you gotta text me your budget of what you're looking to spend. I mean, there's, there's let's let's say I'm balling on a budget, man. <laughs> there's, there's options, but Lenora's Lenora's uh, on Clematis Street uh, for Italian is is top of the line. Um, and then Meat Market, we were talking about that earlier. Meat Market might be a little bit. You might that might be your baller night when you're going yeah. out and just I'll go. But the Meat Market uh, on Palm Beach Island is is something else as well. Those two places, man, are. Our top of the line. There's some little taco shops around too, kind of hole in the wall taco shops that are unbelievable. So you kind of got a little tears. You got tears of this. Yeah, you got, you got to go in that day, and uh, they got a little bit of everything. Sounds good. Sounds good. Well, hey, um, I'll, I'll send it on that because nothing. I don't want to get too more into food because I'm just gonna get hungry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but like I said, like I'll, I'll be I'll be out in in, in Florida next week. I mean, if I'm in Air, uh, Astros camp, I'll hit you up and maybe we can you know chop it up in person for a few minutes here and there. Uh, see no how doubt. that goes. Hit me up, absolutely. It'd be awesome to see you. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. All right, well, Colton, hey, consider this the official Colton podcast. I'm gonna be following you. Um, you can consider this your burner account too. If anyone's chirping you on on Instagram, Twitter, I'm gonna chirp right back. <laughs> I, I die i love it i got I that it. like i said i got your back colton i appreciate you that's awesome that's all awesome right. yeah all right brother you have a great rest of your night man enjoy uh enjoy spring training yeah man you too hope to see you down here likewise thank you for listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for b-l-e-a-v on youtube